Everybody, welcome to Spurs 9501 Podcast. Uh, welcome to all our YouTube viewers, our podcast listeners. I've got Steve Han, a Korean football expert based in LA. We're going to do a special live Q&A with Steve today. Hello, Steve. How's it going? Thanks for having me again. It's good to be back. No, no, it's, it's a pleasure to have you, Steve. We're hoping we're going to get lots of questions for you um, regarding Sun and the Korean football team, etc. So before we start, why don't you give us a quick uh, bio introduction, Steve, in, you know, just so the viewers can get to know you a bit better. Give us a bit of an intro. Yeah, I write for Goal.com, or I guess it's now better known as Goal uh, now. I've been writing for the, both uh, Goal Korea, Goal, the international editions uh, since 2008. Uh, primarily, most of my work is now with Goal Korea. Um, yeah, I've been doing that for 13 years. Can't believe it's been that long already. <laughs> um, um, other than that, uh, you can find me on you can find me on Twitter. Quite active on there. Um, and yeah, I've been I've been a, I've been a Korean football writer for for much of the last uh, past decade. Yeah. How long have you been following the career of Hong Min Son since he's oh, a fifteen-year-old? Yeah. yeah, yes, because uh, when he first um, started um, being covered by the Korean media, that was back when he was playing for the youth teams in Hamburg. And obviously, you know, especially back in the days, nowadays it's quite common to see Korean footballers all over Europe. But back in, you know, 2008, 2009, it was, it wasn't as common to see a Korean footballer playing for, for even a youth club for one of the top leagues in, in, in Europe. So, you know, he's been getting a lot of attention since then. And, you know, obviously, um, I don't think even then nobody quite expected him to be as big as he is right now. But, um, yeah, you know, he's been, he's been, you know, covered by the Korean press for, for, for since I would say about 2008, since 2008, 2009. Great. Just give us a bit of, I mean, cause a lot of people might not know this, but give us a bit of mm-hmm. history about uh, Son's journey from Korea to Germany and then to Spurs. Just give yeah, a little bit of a history on that. Very uncommon route that he took to be where he is now, because he is one of the very rare players who actually was developed through the European system because he pl- he started playing in Germany since he was about 15, I believe. And it was actually a, an, an organized program that was being being managed by the Korea Football Association. Um, and the KFA would send uh, promising, talented, highly rated young players to European clubs. They would, they would strike up partnership deals with European clubs and they would send players that way. But what's surprising about that is that, you know, there are more than 10, 20 players who went over to Europe through that program. But Son is probably just about the only player who actually went on to become a, a right. star who's as big as this right now. So, um, so yeah, it's been a, it's been quite interesting. The KFA no longer runs that program, which makes, you know, Son's uh, a, a rise to the top, even that much more interesting to be honest with you. And most of the, the, the players went to Germany and European teams rather than England directly. Mm-hmm. Would you say? Uh, there were a couple of players who actually went to England as well. I mean, if you remember, uh, back, you know, long time ago when Sunderland were playing in the Premier League, yeah. there was a player by the name of Ji Dong Won who went up yeah. through the ranks of Reading FC, I believe, when they were in the Premier League. And then, um, but the interesting thing about him is that he wasn't like, like Sonny, where he, you know, continued to play in, in, in Europe and he made his professional debut in Europe. Uh, with G, he played his youth football in England, and then he eventually ended up going back to Korea, and he made his uh, professional debut there, played national team football for Korea, obviously, and then he moved back to Europe. 
and so you know with with Sony it's a bit different he had a very yeah, steady yeah. development throughout his throughout his uh, youth career and into his first team football you know career as well so you know it's everybody has their own uh, different paths and you know it's just that it makes it that much more interesting for Sony you know um yeah. because uh that program it there are a lot of controversy about that as well, uh, how well it was managed, how many of those players went on to become uh, really resourceful pl- pl- players for, for Korea. And Son is a, one, of the, one of the very few players who were actually able to, uh, able to accomplish that. But there was a player I remember who played for Swansea, then he played for Sundan. Is that the same guy you're talking about? Is it? Uh, Ki Sung Young. He's uh, yeah, no, Ki he's Sung-yong, uh, yeah, he, he, no, he's his story is a little bit different. Um, okay. He grew up in he grew up in Australia, which makes okay. his his path even more interesting and unique yeah, exactly, um and yeah. then but you know he was he was considered as one of the genius midfielders in korea ever since he was very yeah. very young made his professional yeah. debut in korea but he was such a talented player that he went over to celtic when he was i believe 18 or 19 uh made right. his professional debut there he eventually went on to become a captain for the national team before sunny um and then sure. you know he went he, he he won the bronze medal in 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 the olympics in 2012 you know i i remember uh, the Korean team beat the uh, the the Britain team. Um, they yeah, played yeah, each other yeah. in the quarterfinals. That was a, that was a big game in Korea, and they ended ended up winning a medal there. And that's when Key just went on to become a big star. And then he went over to Swansea, played a little bit for Sunderland, played a little bit for Newcastle as well. And now he's playing yeah, yeah. In, in in Korea right now. Okay, excellent. So, um, give us a bit. Let's talk about um, Song's contract. You know, he's got two years left in his deal. What's your thoughts on that? What's the lo- local rumors and What's the general consensus on what do you think is going to happen, Steve? It's hit a bit of a stalemate, hasn't it? We haven't been getting a lot of news recently. Um, but like I said, last time I was on here, uh, the, the story in Korea is that Son, while he loves playing for Spurs, obviously, he feels very appreciative of what the club has done for him. No question about that. I remember speaking to Son. I had an interview with him back in 2018 in the summer during the preseason. And he was uh, <laughs> he told me how how thankful he is for everything that that, that Tottenham has done for him. Uh, he loves playing for the club. Uh, I mean, obviously, back then, uh, Mauricio Pochettino was the manager. He loved playing for him as well. He loved his teammates. He really loved it at the club. But at the same time, the story that's coming out of Korea right now is that Son, he has played for Spurs now for six years. Uh, he, yeah, he's played there for six years now, and he's obviously hungry for trophies. I mean, just like any footballer would be, you know. Yeah, and he's yeah. he is considering his options. That doesn't mean that he's considering you know leaving the spurs leaving spurs or anything like that but he is considering his options and that's what sort of delayed you know the talks about renewing his contract but we'll just have to wait and see right now you know because of the pandemic and all that it's difficult for clubs to actually invest a lot of money and for for their for their key players and it's one of those things that we'll probably have a better idea once the summer transfer window starts and he's his talks with spurs kind of kind of continue for for a new contract Uh, my gut feeling is that he would eventually stay just because of the way the market is right now and just because of his history with Spurs. Uh, my gut feeling is that he would stay. But, you know, obviously these things can change overnight. So we'll just have to wait and see. If he was to leave, what do you think his most likely destination would be? Any thoughts on that? <sighs> you know, that's always the tough part, you know, uh, because yeah. how many clubs would be able to afford Son? First of all, you know, Tottenham are a club, you know, uh, the, you know Daniel Levy, not the easiest person to to, yeah. to strike deals with. Um, okay. So it would have to be one of the one of the top five, one of the top ten European clubs, you know, and very handful of mm-hmm. clubs that you can you can give that label to. We're talking about you know Barcelona, but we, we hear all these stories about how they're struggling financially. So I'm yeah. not even sure how realistic that is uh real madrid 
uh, Bayern Munich, uh, perhaps Manchester City, perhaps Chelsea, but that's really about it. Maybe Man United, yeah. but you know, it's it's always tough. So maybe about five or so clubs that can actually, um, or you can you can throw PSG in there, I guess. Um, but yeah. very handful of teams that you can put in that list. And um, you know, when you even talk about a club like Bayern Munich or even 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 a club like Real Madrid, they already have so many talented world class players in that position that it's exactly. difficult for them in this day and age to invest that sort of money to sign Sony. You know. So we'll 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 just have to wait and see. They'll have one of those clubs will probably have to move some of their existing players to be able yeah. to afford them and to create space for him. So a lot of a lot of pieces would have to fall in in, in the right or if from Spurs Spurs perspective in, yeah. into wrong places for him to for for Son to actually make that move. Okay, perfect. I think we got our first call. We have got Cam on the line. Cam, I'm going to add you to the stream. Are you there? Yes. Can you hear oh, me? Excellent. I can hear you, Cam. Go ahead. Uh, we got. Steve can you see me? No, we can't see you, but we can hear you. Okay, okay, great. Uh, I just wanted to uh, ask, I, I, I came in a bit late, so I missed some of it, and I heard you talking about the uh, potential move of Sonny to uh, Bayern Munich. Um, and uh, it seems like since he has a few more years still to go on a contract, there's really no incentive for Tottenham to sell him, and it doesn't seem like... Is there, what, what do you think is the likelihood that he will sign that extension that they're offering him? And I know that he's a lot, paid a lot less than, say, the top players, like Kane and, and Dombele in particular, which really sticks in my throat. Um, uh, is there, what's, the, what's the sort of talk about him signing that extension? You know, it's really interesting. You mentioned the the duration of his contract. I believe uh, he has two years li- remaining in his contract, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. a very weird. That's a very he's at a very weird stage, I believe, because when when once that once that two because we he has two years left right now, and once that becomes one year, you know, mm-hmm. how do we sort of how do we sort of judge his value? You know, because in in, in one year time he becomes a free he beca- he he's available on a free. You know, you know, and I believe, you know, Spurs traditionally, when they renew the contracts of their key players, um, Daniel Levy always tries to renew with at least two years remaining on the deal because uh, yeah. that obviously keeps the value of the uh, of the player as high as possible for him to, you know, for for, for business purposes. And, um, you know, like I said, my gut feeling is that Son would eventually stay just because his options, if he were to move away from Spurs, would be limited. Um, like mm-hmm. I said, you know, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid. Barcelona and maybe a couple of teams in England or prop and, and PSG are probably just about the only teams that could afford him, and it would be really difficult for him to move away from Spurs, um, especially with, with you know this day and age with the pandemic, with the with the financial uh, struggles that the clubs are going through. So my gut feeling is that he would stay. Um, the one thing that's interesting about the rumor with Bayern Munich is that we hear about this rumor almost every year in Korea. Uh, just because his connection, his his connection with to to, to Germany, um, mm-hmm. just but just because of his background, the the kind of a relationship that he has with 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 Germany, we hear all the time about rumors about him, you know, going back to Germany, play, perhaps playing for Bayern Munich, perhaps playing for Dortmund. Even you know, there were rumors about that uh, even a couple of years ago. Um, and it seems like I mentioned this to Ray before we before we were on live, but. Um, you know this Bayern Munich rumor that that recently came out. I th- I believe the original source was Football Insider, and not quite sure how credible that report may be. So that's that that always makes it tough as well. So I believe at this stage it's just a rumor for now. And when you look at the squad for Bayern Munich, they've got a lot of talented players in Son's position. So that that would also make it very difficult for them to sign him. Um, mm-hmm. They would probably have to move one of their existing players, but who would that possibly be? They have so many great players in that in, in, in that position that I, th- I just I just don't see it happening, especially this summer. 
Can I ask you another question? Well, of course, Cam, go ahead. Um, so, I mean, where Son really make his money? I mean, I know he's got a big <laughs> money at uh, Spurs, but I mean, the amount of money he must be making in Korea from, I saw a few, a few clips. I mean, he sort of like seems to sell almost any product going. He's, uh, he's almost like royalty when it comes to uh, um, a, a personality there. So well, where's his real income? I mean, is it really about the uh, what he gets from Spurs? I don't think so. Am I right? Right, right. I mean, um, you know, endorsements, obviously, I, I think for most of the, you know, world-class athletes, for most of, you know, the, the, the you know, the widely known uh, uh, sports stars, I believe endorsement probably makes up more than half of their, 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 their income, really. And when you, <laughs> when you walk through the train stations in Korea, um, I would say mm-hmm. at least a third of the advertisements would be, you know, sun endorsing some kind of product really you ask any korean person who lives in korea um to to take a snap take a picture of what the train station would look like and and that picture would come back with sun all over pretty much the the in train stations in seoul or whatever the the big cities in korea so I, I i would i would say endorsement deals probably make up well more than half of his income really yeah and, uh, I mean, one of the things, I don't know if you've discussed or not, right, but I wanted to say, I mean, you got, when you look at Korean football, you look at Asian football in general, you've got Son, and then you sort of drop off a cliff. Uh, <laughs> I mean, are there more up-and-coming Sons in Korea? That's always that's always really difficult to say. That would be equivalent of me asking an English person, "Is there another up and coming Harry Kane?" Really? I mean, of course there could be. But yeah, that, 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 that always but, makes I mean, it difficult. Okay. In in the in the team, I, uh, do you see anyone else in the Korean national team that that is at Premier League uh, high, uh, at the top six Premier League level? Anyone close to Sun? No, I don't. I don't see a player who can. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that, I could I could always be proven wrong. You know, I mean, there was uh, that players. Yeah. Right. Oh, Kim Min Jae. Kim Min Jae. Yeah. We're talking about yeah. Kim Min Jae. Oh, no, he's one of, he's obviously one of the top up and coming players in Korea. There's no doubt about that. But his situation right now is really ugly, to be honest with you, because he's playing in China. He's making four million US dollars per year, which is more, which is more money than what most of the Premier League clubs could afford. And that's, that's yeah. saying something. You know what right. I mean? Um, but, uh, the, the, the bright side of that for people who want to see him at, at European stage is that his contract expires at the end of this year in December. So, um, as of as of now, he will be available on a free in January. And obviously, I believe the talks with Tottenham it, it actually got to a pretty advanced stage last summer. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe that could rekindle. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. And I believe from what based on what I've heard, uh, Lazio in, in, in Italy were actually a lot closer to signing him than Spurs were. So um, it should be really interesting in the summer when he'll only have six months left in his deal. And with, when he when he's available on a free in January, that should certainly make things a lot more interesting, really. OK, I have a final, I have, I have a final question. Just related to your question. Just related to your question. Yeah. What is Son's estimated annual earnings do you have any idea about that um, <laughs> i have no i have no idea um I so you I, must have some ideas what's the rumors yeah uh i mean oh man god uh, when there's a baseball player by the name of hyunjin ryu who's playing in the major leagues in the u.s mm-hmm. and yeah. they are and ryu and son are obviously the the two of the highest paid uh sports stars in korea and ryu his contract alone with the toronto blue jays i believe is about 
uh, twenty million dollars uh, U.S. dollars. Yeah. And, and his son is somebody is just about the only player who can rival that. So that I think that yeah. gives you a pretty good idea. And and that's yeah. just that's just salary itself. Yeah, exactly, from the yeah. from from his team. And we're not even taking into account the, the endorsement deals, things the like that that aren't that aren't even that aren't even disclosed. You know, so you know. No, that's good. Go ahead, Cam. Sorry, you know. Just put five questions, really, and that's really. I mean, it's a difficult one, but because I mean, a player like Son, being really uh, the importance that he has to the national team, to the country, and being the Asian Player of the Year year on year, puts a lot of pressure on the player. And I mean, you know, of course, uh, he had a good start to this season, but he has tailed off a lot. Whether it's tiredness or whether he's not getting the service. Or, or I don't know. Uh, how do how how is that viewed in Korea? I mean, what do people think? I mean, is it, is he constantly expected to score and perform? That's very that's very interesting because Korean fans, um, you know, obviously Sun, you know, the standard that Korean fans have for Sun is obviously very very high. When there's a yeah. drop off in form, that is news in and of itself. But um, there's a pretty there's a pretty um, I would say. A lot of Korean fans are actually critical of Jose Mourinho for the way he uses uses Sony, and I'm not sure if Spurs, most of most Spurs fans would agree with that or not. I mean, obviously, I guess that's up to the opinions of a lot of the people. But um, Korean fans aren't very happy with the position that Sony is playing under Jose Mourinho. Um, mm-hmm. Because they believe that he's playing a bit too wide. He's playing a mm-hmm. bit too like an out and out winger almost. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, uh, you know, Korean football fans, they want to see their stars scoring every game. They want to see their stars uh-huh. uh, being put in a position where he can score goals, uh, you know, on, on, on a weekly on a weekly basis. So um, that's been one of the criticisms on Jose Mourinho from from Korea. And they and a lot of Korean fans actually believe that Son plays too much defense in every, in, in every game. <laughs> so, you know, they want to see him score goals. No, make no mistake about that. So that there's been, there's, uh, you know. I would say that Stone himself hasn't been criticized as much for his slight drop off in form, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of criticism is on Jose Mourinho. Mm, that makes sense. Okay. Which, yeah, uh, feel free to ask another question. You know, we've got Steve here. You know, if you've got any more questions, please. Yeah, I mean, the other thing I wanted to say. I mean, last time I'm actually in Florida, so I know you're in. LA. Oh, you are. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but when I was uh, last, uh, well, in 2019, when I went, at, I was in England and I went to a few Tottenham games. Mm-hmm. I was impressed that about 10% of the stadium were Korean fans. Now, <laughs> okay. You know, you're looking at about at least, I mean, seriously, there was you, there was not a row of seats where there wasn't a Korean fan sitting there. And they were sure. all idolizing Son. He didn't really mm-hmm. give them much time because he was concentrating, focused on the game. Mm-hmm. That's some serious income for Tottenham. Serious sure. income. Right. The other thing that I noticed was they were head-to-toe in Tottenham gear. So you're talking about flights, hotels, all of that stuff. That's a pretty big income. I mean, in the last year or so with the coronavirus, I mean, um, there must be some pretty big pent-up demand for people to fly over when they can to to go and see them. Will we see an explosion of of Koreans coming over to Spurs? I'm actually I'm actually quite surprised that Tottenham hasn't had a, a preseason in Korea yet. Right. Because you think you, you imagine that happening. It will be it will be like that that will be off the charts, really. Mm-hmm. The game would be sold out. There's no question about that. I'm I'm assuming it'll be pretty hard difficult now because of the pandemic. But I'm actually quite surprised that the, the first five years that Spurs have had Son, 
they haven't had a preseason in Korea because from commercial Korea. standpoint, that would be a that that would be one opportunity that's that 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 Spurs could really, really, really capitalize. So um it, when when and if this pandemic ever stops, I wouldn't be very surprised if they go to Korea for one of their preseasons. But all right, and then I just if you you want me to carry on, I will I, Yeah, carry yeah, on, carry okay, on, absolutely. I, yeah. question I wanted to ask was I mean, obviously, you know, you you live abroad in uh, not in England, and and you see a lot of soccer fans all around the world and stuff like that in the US. And you always find that you know it's either Man United, Manchester City now, or Chelsea, Liverpool, and maybe Arsenal. You very rarely find as many Tottenham fans in the general <laughs> public. So, right. h- how big are Spurs now because of Son in Korea? I mean, are we bigger than than Manchester United, Manchester City, and all these clubs? Manchester United, a little bit difficult for Korea because, uh, you know, I'm sure you know, uh, Jisung Park used to be one of the big, he's, uh, he, he was, uh, back in 2000s, he was, he was the son of Korea. Yeah, of course and, he was. And, yes. and, and, and I would say that now, uh, Sonny is probably the Jisung Park of Korea now. That's, that's how I would compare it. So Manchester United, obviously, that's how most of the Korean fans were introduced to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Manchester United are probably the biggest European club in Korea, to be honest with you. But their popularity has been fading a little bit because obviously this, the last last 10 years. So it's been, it's been a struggle. I wouldn't say 10 years. Last five, six, seven years have been a struggle for them, really. And well, Tottenham, outside of Manchester United, probably the biggest club in Korea, to be honest with you. You know, um, I, that you, I'm glad that you raised the Park thing because when, when, when he was playing at Manchester United as a Premier League mm-hmm. fan, I was living in England at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we all thought was that Ferguson had signed him just to sell shirts and to expand his base in right. in Korea. He really got game time, or was really mm-hmm. seen as a serious player in the yeah. Premier League. Yeah, he'll come on here and there, he'll do a bit some pieces, but you can't say that about Son. Because Son right. is actually a serious player. He is a coveted player. Most yeah. teams probably make the top eleven. You make the first eleven of most teams in the Premiership. So that makes a difference. Well, definitely, definitely, they're completely different styles of players. To be honest with you, you know, uh, Jisung Park. Obviously, he was a, he was a good player. He's a legend in Korea, no question about that. And for the national team, Jisung Park probably played better than than, than Son is playing for the national team right now because Jisung Park he he's had a he's had many landmark moments in in the World Cup for Korea. He scored a goal in 2002 World Cup, a winning goal against final. Portugal. Yeah, Portugal that put oh, yeah. Korea through to the to, to the knockout stages for the very yeah. first time in history. Yeah. And then in 2006 World Cup, he scored an equalizer against France that was obviously huge for Korea. Mm-hmm. And 2010, that was when Korea advanced Korea uh, went through to the knockout stage for the first time on a foreign soil and Park Ji-sung was obviously a key player, scored the scored a goal against Greece in their first game. So, you know, he's had many landmark moments for the national team and that's a bit of a difference with Son. I mean, Son has obviously had his moments with the national team as well. Yeah. The goal against Germany, uh, you know, the goal against uh, the Mexico, things of that nature. But, you know, where Korean football was back when Ji-sung Park was playing for them, it was a little bit different than now. And he really put the Korean national team on the map. So from that standpoint, he's he'll he'll always have a special place in the hearts of many Korean football mm-hmm. fans. But with Son, it's a little different because he's a different kind of player. He's a goal scoring player. He's an yeah. exciting player. Whereas Son, whereas Sonny is, I mean, whereas Park was more of a was more of a workhorse. He was more of a defensive player. People called him the defensive winger. He plays for the team, things of that nature. But Son is a little bit different. He's in the spotlight. He scores goals. So um, it's obviously, a, I would say that if Jisung Park is a player who put Korea on the map, Son is probably a player who really just, just, just elevated 
um, how 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 Korean football is perceived by many f- football fans around the world. Can I just ask one last thing, and I'll go and I'll leave. No, you stay you. on the line, Cam. It's fine. You, line. <laughs> you just you just about two thousand really two thousand and two Korean uh, uh, performance at the World Cup. Obviously, phenomenal, sensational, etc. But my question is slightly different. Goose hitting, it's rumored, was given an island by the Korean people or government uh, for his performances there. Is that true? And does he still own it? It's no, he, he he never he he never got his own man-made island. No, he didn't. But uh, he did get an honorary citizenship, which is uh, which is saying something. He got his honorary citizenship. Korean 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 people in general. I'm sure many of you guys know we're very conservative people. Yeah. <laughs> we're very conservative people, and for yeah. us to hand them an honorary citizenship that 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 speaks a lot about what he what what he's done for Korean football and and for Korea as a country. Wow. Okay. I mean, one thing Cam and me always discuss on our post match analysis is: Do you think Jose Mourinho is the right type of manager that can get the best out of Son? Because you said Son likes to play in a certain position. Here he's having to do a lot of tracking back, etc. Steve, do you think that fits his game or not? I do think he's. I do think he's capable of playing that role, but it's probably not the best role that he could play. That that that's yeah, my mm-hmm. opinion. And Son is a team player. He never complains about the role he plays in games. No, like no. oh, you, know, you 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 very rarely see Son complaining. The only time I've seen Son complain ever in my uh, career as a, as a football writer was when the pitch conditions were really poor when Korea were playing in a really critical World Cup qualifying games at home. That was the only time I've ever seen Son complain about anything publicly in the interviews. That's not just that's just a South Korean thing anyway. The people are mm. quite, you know, conservative. They don't tend to shout and scream a lot. It's it's a Korean thing as well, isn't it, Steve? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I am sure you guys remember Ji Sung Park from Man United. He's never complained of it ever even in his career. Even, right, so. even when he got kicked from pillar to post, he'd just get up and get on with it. He never won. There, there, there you go. There you go. Uh, I would say actually, Sony is probably a bit more feisty than Ji Sung Park was. Um, you know, he doesn't he doesn't like to take crap from the from the opponents. But you know, he's always you know obviously Son is also a, a a team player. He plays a bit of a different role for the national team because he's given the responsibility to lead the team as the captain. Um, so he does have to play a bit more selfishly when he does play for the national team. But overall, I mean, the character of Son, you, you very rarely see him complain about anything. Okay. We uh, lost. Sorry, I don't know if you guys oh. can hear me. I've lost the sound of it. So, do you want yeah, to I, 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 we lost, lost, lost you completely for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. I mean, that's interesting. Cam? Yeah, I just wanted to um uh, uh say that. Uh, uh, I mean, it's interesting that you mentioned the uh, uh frustration with Mourinho in relation to Son. But what I, I mean, and, and, and you know, it's very hard not to agree with that. But look at the goals he scored this season and his partnership with Harry Kane, which has produced more. Um, the run that he's got in the team for Mourinho, he's a go to player. For Pochettino, he never was, ever was really. I mean, for the first two years, we even wondered why we had him on, why we even signed him because he would hardly ever get off the bench. Right. Um, so. That's an interesting take because Mourinho, you have to accept that whatever we say about Mourinho, for some reason, he loves Son. 
because I, I I believe that's because the, the the way Son is on and off the pitch. Really, mm-hmm. um, he's a team player, and we all know how much Mourinho loves that. You remember mm-hmm. how much he loved Jesse Lingard when he played when when he was managing Manchester United. Yeah. I, obviously, I think I think Son Heung Min is a much more talented player than Lingard is, but um. Um, I think it's because of the character of Son. He's w- always willing to put in a shift for the team, always willing to play for his team, uh, puts the team first before him all the time, yeah. especially when he plays for Tottenham. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I think that's his his characteristics. And, and, you know, Son has come out to the Korean press as well and said, Jose Mourinho has been great for me. You know, so from yeah. Son, from, from his side, he's been very supportive of Jose Mourinho. So, um, the, I think their relationship is probably, I would imagine, it's very, very good. But he's getting a run in the team, isn't he? And if he gets another, I think they've already got it. I think they've broken the record of partnership in, in the goals and assists right. of the front two, Kane and Son. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's, that goes back to, I think, um, Blackburn. When Blackburn won the Premiership, which was a long time ago. Right. Uh, and so I, I think, you know, that's pretty special. So I, one of the things that hits me is that um, I, the frustration of playing Son so wide uh, the frustration of uh, um, expecting him to run onto everything and just be, you know, chase everything down uh, and play on the counter with very little support must be very, very frustrating. But at the beginning of the season, it really did pay off. And I mean, it seems like Son is turning more provider now than he is actually scoring goals. Right, right, and uh, it's really it, w- it was a bit of a surprise to see uh, almost Harry Kane almost playing a support role and yeah. Son getting on the end of his passes and scoring goals at the beginning of the season, which was really refreshing for me. Yeah. Um, and you know, one of the one of the things that a lot of Korean fans talked about, uh, especially last season, was when Christian Eriksen left. He was one of the one of one of the best playmakers that Son has ever played with in his career. And yeah. when he left the club, the concern amongst the Korean fans is that Son is no longer going to have that player who can support him as well as Harry, as, as well as um, Ericsson has. But, you know, to see Harry Kane play that role for him, it's been a bit refreshing as well. And, um, yeah, with, with, with Tottenham right now, I just see the, the way that they play, I think their reliance on, on, on Harry Kane, their reliance on Son Heung Min is really, it, I don't think there's too much opposition on that from 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 the Korean fans and from the from the pundits in Korea. But one of the biggest things that I have noticed is that Spurs, you know, with, with Jose Mourinho's size, traditionally are very defensive. But yeah. Spurs, their 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 ability defensively, it's it's been questionable to say the least. And I think that's been one of the main reasons why they just couldn't they just couldn't grind out the results like as as well as other other sides led by Jose Mourinho has. So that's been one of the biggest frustrations from from what I've seen really. Mm-hmm. In terms of Sun's position, if he doesn't sign a contract, I think very soon, and he gets to a year left, then I think he's going to leave. That's my view. That we we'll get a good idea of what his intention is there. What do you think, right? Right. right. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, if he, I, I would, I would say that if he doesn't sign that contract extension this year, things could get, things could get a little bit scary for Spurs. I would say. Yeah. But then, uh, uh, does that lead on to the question that uh, um, for Korean fans, where would they like to see Son go? I mean, you know, they probably see him as a. They would like to see him at a Real Madrid or a Barcelona. Realistic or not realistic, but. Um, there may be a big push there saying, you know, our right. best player should be at a bigger club. It is a fantasy amongst the Korean football fans to one day see him play for Real Madrid. Yeah, I thought so. yeah I'll, 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 I'll put it at that. Because, but, you know, like, 
<laughs> a Korean footballer playing for Real Madrid would be a fantasy for anybody, really. Playing for Barcelona yeah. or Real Madrid, that would obviously be, you know, because that that you could you could say that about any footballer in the world, really. You know? Yeah, cool. Um, so Real Madrid would be would be the ultimate would be the ultimate move that Son could make. But really, outside of Real Madrid, a couple of the other clubs that I've mentioned, who could really afford Son, really? Um, so yeah. it's 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 really difficult to tell. Um, Real Madrid. They're, you know, but we're talking about a club that could possibly go on and sign Kylian Mbappe. They could possibly go on and sign Erling Holland. So, um, we'll, we'll we'll just will they be content with signing Son? We'll we'll just have to wait and see. Or even Harry Kane, they could sign. Right, right. No, there you go. There you go. No. But Steve, when you say whether they could afford him, obviously they factor in the merchandise sale, the merch sale, and all the global. In, you know all that stuff they can make shirt sales all that stuff so that's a really high contributory factor you know he's so popular right. in right. Korea you add that factor in and then the, the numbers start to add up a bit I think right and but when you take into account that the club that they would have to deal with is Spurs um you know we all know how much of a struggle it was for Luka Modric we all know how much of a struggle it was for Gareth Bale when they were moving from Spurs to Real Madrid and and to see Son go through that um imagine a summer just uh with 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 Daniel Levy pushing Sun's deal to Real Madrid to the very last minute of the last day of the transfer window, Korean football fans would literally, I, I can't even imagine what the reaction would be, really, to be honest with you. He's also, at the end of the day, Daniel Levy's a businessman. So if he doesn't sign within a year, he's not going to lose him for nothing. So he's got better right. leaving, I think. Right. And he's, right. he's a very respected, a very respected football, person football person in Korea, person I would say. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Cam, did you have any other questions or, you know, for Steve while I got Well, I think that was a pretty informative, very interesting to take in those questions. And uh, um, I suppose. Feel free to stay on the line, Cam, if you want. Sorry? Feel free to stay on. Feel free to stay on if you want to join the conversation. As a Spurs fan, I think the most worrying thing is that um, most of the, I suppose, in Korea, most people would think that, you know, we've won nothing. So we know you've got, we've got the best of your players. We've got the best. We've got the best Korean player. We've got the best English player in the in the in the, in those countries, respectively. And yet, uh, and they both played together very well. Uh, and we've won absolutely nothing. Um, and I think that for the fans in those countries, including in England and including us as as uh, Spurs fans, would want to see those players for all the service that they've done to go out and win something. I'm just hoping it will be with Spurs, but. It, it's pretty depressing to think that probably won't be the case, especially the way that Manchester City are playing. I don't even think we'll, we'll get through to the Carabao Cup. And I'm sure that will have a lot of bearing on uh, uh, where Son sees himself in the future. It's Sonny. He's 28, 29 now. This is, the next move is going to be his last big move, I think. So, you know, I think he's going to be really careful about where he goes and what he does there. And, and as Steve said, he's like anybody. He wants to win trophies. You know, he wants to have medals that he can show his grandkids. So, yeah. let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, quick question, Steve. Then we come towards the end. What about the, the national team? How are Korea doing and, you know, how is Sun doing? Give us an update on that. That should be quite interesting, I think. It wasn't very fun for Korea uh, last time out. I believe it was last week. They played against Japan, their biggest rivals in Asia, um, next door neighbors almost um, from a geographical standpoint. Uh, the game ended. It was 3-0. Korea lost. Uh, they didn't have Sun. They didn't have several of their European-based players. wasn't 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 the greatest game. They didn't have a shot on target until there were about there was about ten minutes left in the game. It wasn't very fun. And um, you know the, the the manager Paulo Bunto came out after the game in a press in a, in a, in a post-game press conference said that. 
that, oh, had we had Sonny, had we had some of our other players from Europe, would he have won this game? You know, to for me to say yes would be, uh, would, would be uh, you know, obviously that wouldn't be a good look on me. That's what he pretty much said. But, you know, you can't help but to think that had this team – uh, you know, had their captain, uh, Sonny, and some of their other European, some of their other star players from Europe, they obviously would have, you know, the quality of performance would have, would have obviously been better. But, you know, that was, it, it wasn't a good look. And then you, the, the, the prior to the game, you see, I think Sonny Min posted something on Instagram, you know, showing his support for the, for the, for, for his teammates. But <laughs> it wasn't a, it wasn't a very good game for Korea. And the backlash, it's still ongoing, really, because anytime you lose to Japan and Korea, it's, it's rough times yeah it's rough times especially the fact that korea i think it's 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 the first time korea didn't have a shot on target deep into the second half against against japan it was probably the first time in history that ever happened so wow. it's, the, the reaction in korea the backlash is fierce right now i can imagine okay excellent i mean steve before we just <clears throat> let's close off there is anything you wanted to add anything you wanted to say as we close off i think that's about it that's i think that's about it yeah Okay, great. Thanks very much for your time. Cam, thanks for your questions. That's really good. We'll sort of convene in a couple of weeks, I think, Steve, and then we'll go through yes, sir. what's happening yes, sir. On, the, yeah. on the side. But uh, thank you again for your time. Thanks, Cam. Thanks for all our viewers, all our podcast watchers. Uh, uh, thanks for all your attention and your questions. And uh, take care. We'll speak to you soon. Take care. Right. Everybody. Bye thank bye. you. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye. 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 You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.